It's always good to get to know new people. We love getting to know new people. Artists, yes, they can sing. Yes, they've got opinions. But we want to find out what their heart is, the heart behind the voice. So today we're going all the way to Kuzula Natal to meet a 29-year-old Afro-pop artist called Dan Shaw. Hello, Dan. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, thanks. How are you? Lekker, man, lekker. So, I need to get to know you. At home, the lady that doesn't have a biography, um, a life outside, when you just yourself, no makeup, no shoes, no nothing. Who's Dan Shaw? Yeah, I'm a 30-year-old now. (laughs) Oh, I'm one year Um, behind. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm, yeah, I am, I live in KwaZulu-Natal, as you said. I'm a dog owner. (laughs) I love my pet so much. Um, I'm a very curious person. I love to work. Um, I love being in service of others. And yeah, I have a business. I have a curio shop on a game farm. And that that takes up a lot of my time. We literally just put our website online. Um, so that's that's a huge part of my life as well. And then obviously just community, family, friends, exercise, just being alive and being grateful. Oh, you sound very privileged. I mean, to be on a game very. farm and get out there, if you need to be in nature, you just walk out the door. <laughs> Absolutely. Blessed beyond words. Um, and family, like you married yet or parents or where do you stand? So um, I have a partner. Uh, we're not married yet. And we live uh, on the property with my mom and my grandmother. Okay. And the music, who's, where does that come from? Um, I've loved music since I was a child, so that's definitely uh, something that comes from my own pursuits. It's not anything that runs in my family, and I wouldn't say my family's particularly interested in it either. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's just something that I pursue uh, for my own endeavors. Okay, but then you've got to find yourself in your music, right? There's already one big challenge to have something that's uniquely you, you know, that doesn't sound like anyone else. How did you find this is who I am? I think that just comes with growing up and and really like delving into self and and understanding what it is that you want to do with your life and who you are and what your God-given talents or gifts are and how to utilize them in the best way that can not only uh, present you with a fulfilling life but also uplift communities and and you know especially in the music space music is just a very powerful medium so I think being very conscious of the messaging that you put out there and um, yeah I think as I say it's life experience has has brought me to this place of of knowing exactly what my sound is who I am what I represent and how I want to portray myself to the world Gotcha. You know, I'm curious about this stuff, and you're a curious person too, so you'd relate. Um, I'm curious yes. about how you find something that doesn't sound like everyone else around you, sound-wise, like melodically, and your to not sound like the stuff you listen to. To find that one thing that's that's create. Do you just devil till you find something unique? Because now you're putting out your stuff, and you want to be heard, and to get heard in the first place, you've got to be unique. Yes. Um, I think that it's trial and error. I mean, I've been making music for 12 years now, so it's not like I'm new to this, and it's taken me that long. It doesn't take other people that long. Some Sometimes it t- sometimes takes other people longer, you know, or some people might never find it, you know, that sweet spot. I wouldn't say that I am um, a million percent happy with exactly where <laughs> I am, but this, I'm, 
I'm definitely on a pathway to, you know, getting there where I can actually look back at the music and be like, wow, I'm, I'm exceptionally proud of what I've made. So in terms of my skill set, that's still growing. Um, my understanding of the music business in itself, the marketing aspect of it, as well as the soundscaping. I know that I've got a lot more in me and um, I'm just working my, my way up towards building that portfolio, as well as the relationships with other musicians. Like um, uh, one thing that I would really like to bring in is more orchestral parts, but, but with session musicians, because having live instrumentalists when you are recording, it just brings an entirely different dynamic. Mm. And um, also just learning to collaborate with other people. It's very difficult um, in the beginning because it's like you have an idea, but you don't know how to portray that. And now that I have um, some kind of a, a portfolio or, or, or songs to, to look back on, I can say, okay, well, this is kind of the direction I'm going in, but I also want it to have these aspects in it. And this is what I'd like to improve on. And, you know, learning to communicate with other people. Um, but, you know, generally, if it flows and, and people are very professional in what they do, it, it just, it's like, it's so easy. It's, it's, it's fluid. Mm. Yeah, and where you lack, someone else has got a strength. So obviously, Absolutely. It's, it's a gorgeous thing about making music and being having a producer and all that kind of thing. But then you've got to have something to say. I mean, most music, the knock it out, another song kind of music, is all about love mm. and love lost and wooing. And, but you've got something yeah. to say. You, uh, I'm sure you decided before you have to put your stuff out there. What is it that's important for you to get out there? So wash over me. What's not necessarily the song, but in general, do you have a mission with your music? Yeah, I just, I really want to bring more consciousness to people's lives in general. Um, and when I say that, I just mean like, of course, you have the songs like Wash Over Me, which is, is just a prayer. And it was intended to be that. For me, it was a place I was at in that moment to say like, I am so done with withholding all of this, you know, can you just take it from me? Because I can't do it on my own. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. And so for those people who can't sing, who don't have a voice, but love music and, and want to find or develop a relationship with something that's higher than themselves or someone that's higher than, than themselves, it's an opportunity for them to to use that, that music to get into that space of, of just not devotion but acceptance if if that makes any sense and in terms of like having something to say you know as I said I'm a curious person I'm a very passionate person and we've as you said all of us artists we have um, opinions about stuff and we're very mm -hmm. sensitive people in that regard um, and so whenever I hear music I just it, it just automatically comes to me you know what I mean it's it's a it's a god-given gift um and as I said, I've I've taken it a lot more seriously now because I realize it's a part of my life, my life path. You know, it's my, it's a part of my purpose here. Um, and I, as I said, I, I want to be very conscious of of how I utilize that that platform. Yeah, yeah. Um, you seem to be someone who who thinks a lot. 
And won't just yeah, take the first answer someone Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that you've got to think through stuff. And when you're done thinking, you start thinking right from the beginning again. And well, yes. especially if someone comes with another angle to something, you, you wonder, doesn't, um, doesn't it make you need people in your life who can cut through all the mess, help you to, to because you can spiral when you can't stop thinking? The thing is, um, I'm quite good at compartmentalizing. So when I have a task to do, um, we generally focus on that and we f- we finish it, you know. And especially, are you t- are you referring to musically specifically? Well, music is a way to work through what you're thinking, but the, the, you can't make the music if you don't have something to say, and the saying comes from the thinking. Yeah, hundred percent. So there it is. And but and then the compartmentalizing is like, okay, if I start a song and I can hear the hook already then we've got the hook. That means that I have to write something that's relevant to the hook. It's not just, okay, all my thoughts are now going into one song, but it doesn't, it's not cohesive, mm. you know? So there's, there's a lot of thought process um, from that perspective. Um, and for me, as I said, I just wish that I had more time and more budget <laughs> to spend <laughs> in a studio with more musicians because I feel like um, the songs could have a lot more essence in them and I have a lot more to say and I have a lot more in terms of expression so it's not only about words it's about evoking emotions and like I'm playing around a lot with like meditation music and like introducing that into my music um so a lot of uh, oriental sounds as well as like um vocal hymns if that makes Mm, sense mm. and then but like coming into quite big drops and and like really cool afro tech kind of movement sounds so again it's you just take it one song at a time and one project at a time and i feel like i'm lucky because i'm not going to sign to a label i'm not interested in in that part of of the music industry i'm i'm more just like i'm i feel very privileged to be in the position that i am and i want to make music you know I just that's I just care about the music and I care about the community around the music that I make. Okay, let's get to uh, to your god because I've been reading a lot. I've been reading a lot about so many gods and there are thousands and thousands of religions all all over the world. Yes. And every yes. single one of those people have grown up in the culture around their religion and that is normal and that is true. And yeah, we come and we say Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth, and the life, which is contrary to everything that everyone around us believes. So you better know that you know that what you believe is actually true. And so I'm wondering, yes. curious once again, how do you know that what you believe, because you, you refer in this wash over me to the one only true divinity, that which one's yours and is yours true? So that's a very interesting question, and I think that none of us truly, truly, truly know the answer. You know, you cannot say with all certainty that one thing is true or not for somebody else. But I think, you know, it, as you say, if if you just carry on asking all of these questions your whole life and never really commit to anything, then you're going to live a pretty unfulfilled life. Um, and so for me personally, it's the same as any relationship. If you are constantly, if you have a partner, I'll just use this example. And, um, 
you're constantly like, maybe there's something else out there. That other person believes that that kind of relationship works better for them. That person there believes that that person is right for them. I would never commit to my partner and I would never have the loving relationship that I do. And so same with God. Um, I never grew up in a in a Christian household or, or any religion for that matter. My mom is, she doesn't believe in anything. Um, and it, it, it took me a long time to figure it out, but it, it was more me asking the question, like, if you are real, please help me. Like, I'm here to have a relationship. If you are real, I really want to speak to you. I really want to know who you are. Because I didn't come from nowhere, you know, mm-hmm. we have spirits and souls and there is anyone out there can definitely agree that there is a higher intelligence that exists. I mean, if you just look outside at nature, at how our bodies function, how we breathe, how everything is an ecosystem and it all works together, how interconnected everything is, um, you cannot deny that there is a, a higher intelligence, a creator of all existence. And so for me personally, I just know that my relationship with God is true for me. And whether you want to call it one thing or another, I mean, I call God Jesus Christ, you know, and I do believe in the in the Holy Spirit and, and the Trinity. So that's my belief system. Whether to say it's right or wrong for somebody else, I'm not a preacher and I'm not a Bible basher. I just know how committing to that relationship has changed my life fundamentally and it's given me a sense of, of purpose, a sense of hope, a sense of being. Um, and that's all. You know, all, all we can do as Christians is give testament to to how the, the Holy Spirit has influenced our life. And that's all I can say. I just, I know that my heart is in the right place with it. And it's not to say I'm right and you're wrong to anybody. It's just to say this is this is my belief system and it works for me. Okay, well, so if you're talking about relationship, it's a person, it's someone you've got a relationship with, and then you get to know that person. And at this moment, and I'm talking about Jesus now, about God. So um, you do life with him, and you read your Bible, and you make mistakes, and he reacts from his side to your, and this is how you get to know one another better, is trial and error even sometimes. And so I'm wondering, if you had to choose at this moment, the part of his character that you relate to best, that you like most, the, the one that keeps standing out in your relationship between the two of you. And you, I know there's lots, but choose one, the one that, that you notice and when you're worshipping, the one that you worship easiest. What would it be? I think um, my obedience is is a key factor to my relationship because obviously, again, I'm a creative person and there's so many endeavors that I want to pursue but I can't do that without diligence and consistency and obedience and I a lot of the times I don't know the answer and I'm and I'm in waters that I don't know how to swim in and again I cannot lean or rely on myself so I feel like the more I lean into God's will um, and and his patience for me in learning uh, that that is where the fruitful fruitful manifestations come from. Okay, let me ask you this: the characteristic of God, He's cre- like His His patience or His sense of humor 
or his long suffering, <laughs> whatever. If you had to choose a character of his that you notice and celebrate the most, what would it be? Um, his love. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to to say that in another way. Yeah. Why? It's like, because it's it's so abundant, and it's not like any other love I've ever felt before. So then that is what keeps me committed, obedient, all of that stuff is, is it, it all stems from, from love. Because it is a little ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, the fact that it's so unconditional that he knows yes. who you are, seriously yes. knows. He knows all the bits no one else knows about and he doesn't stop loving. Yeah, and he's so forgiving because we are all so flawed. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just relentless forgiveness and unconditional love. And it's, it's a blessing beyond words to, to know that, you know, to, to be in the presence of that. So, Sure. Okay, so now you're making your – how many songs have you released yet to date? I think 12, and I've got eight on the way. Oh, I would. Um, <laughs> so yeah. now you're on a roll, huh? Yeah, I'm on a roll and we're going to do a lot more writing camps and it's also really exciting because a lot of Instagram um, artists, excuse me, from Instagram have been reaching out, like people from Nigeria, um, people from the States oh, wow. uh, and even fellow South African artists and obviously living out here on the game farm and doing the camps out here, it's um, again, it's just all a huge massive privilege and it's definitely something that I had a vision about. And now I'm just working towards that. So, um, yeah, doing stuff also, uh, like there's a, there's an artist that I've been chatting to from Zimbabwe. Um, he lives in Texas, but he's from Zim and he makes like soundscape, uh, music for, um, TV and film, but it's like very African. And he said he was very keen to do something with me and my producer. So I was like, this is just amazing. Um, <laughs> and also to get into that side of the music industry where you you actually curating for specific projects, that really excites me as well. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to all of the musical opportunities that come um, with putting the music out and, and also just finding my tribe, attracting the people that, you know, that, like the music that like the messaging um and also it's amazing to watch that uh, like I, I i did a live performance um last year and there were about three thousand people there and i sang my music and of course you know in the beginning you like can i be singing openly about god will it offend people like what do i do because I've had uh, Wash Over Me taken off a radio station because the Muslim community was not happy with it, you mm. know. And I totally understand. Like, I respect everybody's belief systems and whatever the case may be. But again, so, like, putting myself out there in front of people um, was a bit daunting. But the reception of it was just unbelievable. I mean, I had people coming up to me afterwards, and it wasn't like, oh, you're so amazing. It was a... Thank you so much for for talking about God, you know, and and this is my relationship with him and this is who I am. And, you know, it it was like it felt so warm and so wholesome and like that that, that feeling is what I want to carry on mm. um, creating and those kinds of spaces where people can come and um, just uh, just be in the presence of God. Not that I am bringing that at all. It's more just. 
I think speaking things out loud can really help to open up conversations, can really help to make people really question. I mean, I've had friends say, you've really made me like reopen this conversation in myself because I had given up on it. And, and, you know, and then I've had people say to me, I I gave my life to God two weeks ago and to have realizations, to make hard choices, because it's not always easy. It's so much easier to just blame God and say, well, if you were real, then, then this wouldn't have happened to me. But the, the, the funny thing is, is that we live in such a tumultuous world you know it's it's everything's going on all the time to have god in your corner and to have that that security of knowing that you are protected and you are loved is the very thing that's going to help you get through your hardship rather than rejecting love and i think that's where most of our pain comes from is when we close our hearts off um to that love that we could be receiving Mm. Well, I'm hoping that you're going to have lots and lots of opportunities all over the world. Your style is something that's very popular in America and Europe. Um, They love our style of music. And you've got Mm. um, an accessibility from some music limits, like one culture only likes this and another culture only Mm. likes that kind of music. And you sort of have the middle road. You, You made it. You made it work for all of them. So it's like a... Yeah, like CC Winans did. It worked. Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> well, you so much. I really style. appreciate so, it. Hoping that big doors open for you and gives you the platform to be bold. Because if you're bold, you obviously give other people to be bold about Jesus. You give them permission to Absolutely. do the same. So socials, all of that, where do they go? Um, just on Instagram. And then obviously I have TikTok and all of that. But it's The Real Dan Shaw. And then R-E-A-L. The Real Dan Shaw. D-A-N-S-H-A-W. What's in there? Fake one too? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's listen yeah. to the song. We've been talking about it the whole time. Wash over me. Because she can speak. We can. We know she can speak. But can she sing is the question you see. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's have a listen to this song and you make up your own mind.